Lovey.nz update. Your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz, racing's biggest fan. 18 minutes away from 11 o'clock. You're listening to SENZ, and oh, we spent so much time talking about it yesterday. Uh, so many of you, I assume all of you, watched the great race that stops multiple nations. And, well, you would know that it was that very good horse and those very good silks of without a fight just putting a little bit of a gap in them at the end of Sulkham dashed. Mark Zara goes back to back. The Freedmans, Anthony and Sam, this time continue the family legacy in the great race. And do you know what? We were, all, we were always going to find a Kiwi connection in the Melbourne Cup winner. And here it is. Mr. Brad Taylor, a good friend of SENZ, good friend of everyone in New Zealand racing, really. He's the racing manager at Friedman Racing. And it's so cool to welcome you into the show this morning. Brad, how are the dust levels? Oh, uh, slowly setting in. Uh, <laughs> brings it brings it uh, straight back down to earth when you got to get up and go to the jump outs on a, on a Wednesday morning after the Mountain Cup, and you've probably only had a couple of hours sleep. But anyway, it's all worth it. It's been a, a great twenty four hours, and um, nah, just thrilled for the whole team. So this is the thing about racing, right? That racing doesn't sleep, Brad. And, I mean, I sleep. People that talk about racing get to sleep. But the people that live it and breathe it, it's probably what makes it so rewarding. But talk us through the last 24 hours. I mean, how does one celebrate? And then do you really have to get up and go to work the next day? I wasn't planning on coming to the jump outs today. But when Anthony texted me, he said, make sure you're at the jump outs and you're, you're here and doing it. So, um, no, it's just been a, a great night. You know, we, we had a lot of staff at the races yesterday and, um, we enjoyed a, a few drinks post-race in at the casino and um, a few of us probably went a little bit too longer than we probably should have. <laughs> okay, well, let's break it down. Mate, do you remember when I got you on the show before towards the start of spring and we were talking about this horse and you said Caulfield Cup's the target and we'll work it out from there. So you, you managed to get him with fresh leg to the Caulfield Cup and what a, what a performance that was. How soon did you know that a Melbourne Cup was there for the taking after that? It was probably it was probably when he got back down to, to Victoria and he was settling so well in his races. And, you know, when when he was in Queensland in the, in the um, winter, he was very keen and, and sort of overdoing it on, on good speed. So it was always going to be hard to... You know, say he was a Melbourne Cup horse off that, uh, following his run last year. But the way he's been relaxing, um, sort of this preparation, and and since being back down in Victoria and early on, we knew, you know, and, and that's hence the reason probably why we had him second up in a Caulfield Cup, and um, it sort of just gave us that flexibility, you know, to have him third up in the Cup. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty easy decision once he. Um, started settling a bit better and you know even in his early trials he was right off the bridle and um, he, not overdoing it so that sort of you know helped our decision knowing that he'd run the 3200 the way he was settling so um, yeah well, it wasn't a hard decision sort of early on the preparation when you were going to have you know probably three runs from him in the spring and um, yeah no it was just a, a, a great training effort from the boys Oh, huge training effort. And, you know, being able to race generously is probably the first battle for a lot of these stayers. Then you get a good track. Then you get the jockey. And what a ride. When he when he managed to find the fence, 
what were you thinking? Oh, that's job one done, but now can you get back off the fence? Uh, I thought, my words when he got to the fence, I was standing next to Lee Jordan from Flemington. I said, what the hell is he doing on the fence? But then you looked <laughs> up and, and saw the horse in front of him. You know, Ollie was going to get him. Into, Ollie was in front of him. He was going to get him into the right spot. And then I think James was in front of him, was the next horse in front. So you knew Gold Trip was going to take you somewhere. And then you looked further in front of Gold Trip and it was Vauban. So you sort of, when you when you looked at it like when I sort of looked at them like that, I sort of knew that you know we we had the back of the right horses. So, um, and God, I know we say James McDonald's probably the best in Australia, but I think Mark's um, like I've been here eight years and just to see what he does when the when the money's up, he he is uh, what well, he's a genius. You know, um, you won't you won't see a better ride in a Melbourne Cup than what he produced yesterday from 16 to be on the rail following those horses to weave a passage and, and not have his momentum held up and push gold trip at the, out the way at the top of the straight and kick clear was you know he, he's a he is a freak and a, a very very good jockey so um yeah that's why we put him on and that's why we love using him he's a he's a very very good horseman and um he's had full faith in the horse um right the way through and you know, we didn't have to start tell him too much pre-race yesterday. He, he knew what he was doing, and he spent a lot of time with his guy that does the form um, with him, who actually does our form as well. So they had it all down packed and sort of told us what they're going to do, and, and we were happy to go along with it. That I was just going to ask you that, mate. Like, you're probably the perfect person to ask as a racing manager in a massive jurisdiction like Victoria because you work with a lot of these jockeys and you would use different, you know, different types of jockeys because you've got horses that go out into the country. You've got these big metro meets like a Melbourne Cup. So when you're working with them, the difference between a, a Mark Zara and, you know, just a, a, a middling fair, a good rider in Victoria, is it the dedication to detail at the end of the day? Yeah, look, it's you know when when you when you put Mark on, you don't really save too much to him. You just leave it to him. You know he's done the homework. He's got everything under control, and um, so you don't have to say too much to him. Whereas you know, you know when you don't have that good a, a different sort of jockey, you, you're sort of you know trying to put plans in their head and, and unsure what they've done. But knowing when you've got full confidence in Mark when he gets on the horse, he's done the preparation. He's he knows where every horse, you know, the form of every horse, what every other horse can do, and and where it's going to be, and um, that was clear and obvious yesterday. You know, as I said, when he lobbed under the fence, and he was, as I said, po- I think he said post race when he was following those horses, he, he was very happy there. So, um, nah, it's it's great. Well, congratulations to, um, again, Sam, Anthony, yourself, the whole team in behind. Like, it's a massive team effort. You're just a, a, a care part of the, a cog in the, the whole entire team. And I guess the other thing is the carnival rolls on, right? Like, you've got Oaks Day tomorrow, then Saturday, so you've got to refocus pretty quick. And I know you might want to just – well, that's the other thing about jockeys that cracks me up. Like, they ride in the Melbourne Cup, and then they've got to back up in the next race. And I just think the energy, like, it must be so hard to just jump back on and, and get straight back out there. Um, but you've got that, I guess, in the whole week in general. So busy times for the next few days. Do you guys still have plenty of runners in? Yeah, well, yeah, we're at the jump out today trying to find the next one. So, uh, nah, it's – yeah, we're quite quiet for the remainder of the carnival. Um We've got one runner tomorrow that'll run well, uh, and then one on on uh, Saturday. 
probably hasn't acclimatised great in Australia, but um, fingers crossed he's he's been the gallop mate for without a fight right the way through. And um, yeah, no, the show goes on. Show goes on, mate. Congratulations again. Great to chat to you, Brad. Uh, I think it's very, very cool. And, and for yourself personally, you're, you're flying in your career. So well done, mate. Good to chat. Thank you, guys. There you go. Brad Taylor, racing manager for Sam and Anthony Friedman. Melbourne Cup winning stable. Again, well, the Friedmans, uh, Brad Taylor, uh, that's the first time he's got his hands on it. But I just think that there's quite a magnificent achievement. A Kiwi guy, uh, very good friends with Jamie Richards as well. And he's from down the deep south there, Dunedin, across the ditch. A very key cog, racing managers. They book the jockeys. They do a lot of the details. They cross a lot of the T's. They dot a lot of the I's. And they have to make sure that the, um, the stable and all the operations are running slick and the people are there to do the job on time, et cetera, et cetera. They have a... a I've just found the horse here that Brad said will go good tomorrow. Damien Laid rides. We're going to the last on Oaks Day. Race number nine, the Australian bloodstock owned Glintanius. There you go. Number 12 in the last race. Uh, that was wonderful. Very, very happy for them. Thrilled. And congratulations if you backed them. The favourite, Vauban? Disappointing.